Hello, hello, and welcome to the very, very first From Dust Till Sean podcast. This first episode from Dust Till Sean, uh, because we had to call it Dust Till Sean, because apparently Sean of the Dead has already been taken. Can you believe it? Absolutely limited. Uh, during this series, we will be discussing all things that go bump in the night, all creepy and paranormal things that uh, nobody really wants to talk about, but I'm going to talk about it, so what the hell? It's going to be a little bit of a jokey-type, funny uh, journey through the uh, through the paranormal, uh, where we will um, take you through everything you can think of from ghosts, vampires, demonic possession, and, well, ex-wives, maybe. We're not sure we might put that in there. And now a little bit of the legal bit that I have to put on here, so please uh, please bear with me. So my legal voice is coming on now. Oh, this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Poof, glad that's over with. Uh, I'm going to introduce my partner in crime now, the ghost host with the most for the podcast, Mr. Ben Owen. Ben, how are you doing, buddy? I'm good, mate. Ghost host, I've got to admit, it's my idea, it's my favourite thing. I'm a producer, but I thought the word ghost host was funny. Yeah, that's why you produce. That's why I produce and I don't <laughs> present. <laughs> oh, dear me. But dear. I'm going to go with it. Every single week, you're going to hear about the ghost host of the podcast. And the ghost host me. with the most. Absolutely, man. Why not? I, this morning, corrected Sean's spelling. Somewhere in here of the word sexiest, which is an, a lovely hint of what's coming up later. Yeah, yeah, we're bringing sexy back in this podcast. So listen, today's podcast on this Halloween night, uh, we're going to go and talk about, in my opinion, the coolest, the sexiest, which was originally spelled wrong, uh, of all the undead, the vampire. I love the vampire. Doesn't know. It uh, doesn't matter whether you're uh, in love with Lestat from the interview with the vampire, Jerry Dangid from Friday night if you're old enough to remember or uh david from the lost boys if you love a bit of good old-fashioned dracula or if you like to glitter like a glitter ball with edward cullen from twilight there they cannot deny that they're freaking awesome and freaking sexy did i spell sexy right or was it sexiest I it was wrong? sexiest you put s-e-x-y-i-e-s-t i mean don't completely point it out it was like sexiest really yeah wow i've got to interject though I think you've left what I believe is the coolest vampires and the coolest vampire movie plus TV series out, which is what we do in the shadows. It's a brilliant show. It's about vampires. I love it. It's brilliant. And you didn't mention it. You were like, oh, what about, I don't remember the names, but it's great. I mean, I've only just said the names, Ben. So Not of what we do in the shadows. Oh, yeah. No, I'll tell you why as well. Do you know why? Why? I don't like it. You Um, don't like it? Why are we? Why do we have a podcast together? I don't know. I don't know why we're even friends. Br- to be honest, with it's you. a brilliant, brilliant show. <laughs> it's not a bad show, to be honest with you. But I mean, when we're talking vampires, I mean, you know, y- your iconic Dracula, Christopher Lee, walking down the stairs with those vampster that next to him. Oops, he's going to beep that out later on. You know, it's you know Van Helsing coming down. With I love his... that we had a conversation about language on this podcast <laughs> straight away. It's out of the window. My job as a producer, it's kicking in. Immediately, I think Sean just watched me break out into a sweat. This blood vessel burst in my eye. <laughs> That's what happens when you record live, and then he takes it away and makes it better. And makes it better. It'll go, you'll hear it say beep, and you'll understand why it beeps later. <laughs> so, look, Ben. Honestly, I've got to ask you: Do you believe in vampires? You want my honest answer? I need your honest answer right here, right now. Not a chance. I think there are maybe things in the world that can be closely linked with a vampire i I don't personally believe in vampires wow okay okay well you know i'm gonna put out there i'm gonna put out there i loved the paranormal i got interested in the paranormal when i was eight 
and uh, I got my very first uh, book, uh, which was Bram Stoker's Dracula. I, I got to uh, I got Good to book. get my uh, my father to read it to me on a night time. I was scared. Whoa! <laughs> come on! <laughs> Sorry, I was scared to death. It is is what I meant to say. <laughs> Twice, you were like, "Oh, you know, it's not even going to be a problem." I'm just thinking, I won't swear. Listen, I said to him before I started this. I said, "Listen, I'm going to make this. I got to make this PG, okay? <laughs> already, I got to make this PG." And already, I've R-rated it. I've Deadpooled it. I can't help it. It's no, what, no, you it's... can say that word three more times before it's R-rated. We're a twelve at the minute. Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> R-rated. <laughs> but you know listen I, I was interested in it for a long time and then I, I started to get a couple of books a couple of occult books and read about things and uh we, you know we're going to go through some of those subjects uh on, on the podcast it is a serious kind of podcast regarding things on that go bump in the night and paranormal but we do and we did want to make it a little bit fun a little bit entertaining because entertainment and education i think should go hand in hand what do you think ben entertainment education hand in hand um I don't know. I had a really bad time at school. So we're going to find out if I can learn some things over these weeks yeah. and have a good time doing it. Okay. Or if I'll be crying in that corner over there. So listen, what I want to do on all these podcasts, and what I want to do on all these podcasts is I really, really want to see if I can change Ben's mind and opinion on his beliefs on these on these certain uh, certain, certain What if subjects. I do believe in it? Are you still dead set on like, I'm going to make you not believe in ghosts? No, if you believe in it, I think it'll be easier for me to do the podcast when you go, this is absolutely... Tart. <laughs> but we'll see what happens we'll see what happens people uh, so we're going to go through a couple of things uh, and uh, hopefully uh, it'll be entertaining enough for you to, uh, to to tune into the next podcast but hey right now I'm going to go through uh, a couple of I'm going to say Ben mm-hmm. I'm going to say Ben a couple of things that should help you believe in the vampires I think it's going to be difficult but while you do that what I'm going to do is quickly walk over into that corner away from this mic and cough Absolutely unprofessional. Is he unprofessional? I think he is. Did you hear his that? Sat here in a Spider-Man hoodie at the age of 20, honestly. If he could have the full Miles Morales costume and come to work, the man would. Right, so listen, I don't know if anybody's heard of this. Those of you that are into the occult, those of you that are into uh, vampires and uh, werewolves, demons, ghosts, and things that go boo. Um, and no, Ben, I'm not talking about my dog that I call boo. I'm talking about actual things what that go boo. What a lovely guy we should mention, boo. Boo is, boo is a little... He, well, he's a, he's a cross between a Jack Russell and a Shih Tzu. So he's called a Jack Tzu. But for me, he's a Jack... Beep. Again, three beeps. I've explained what my dog is called. <laughs> I feel so, like we're allowed that one. We're allowed that one, absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to tell you a little story, and I don't mean sit down, get comfortable, put your head on the pillow and go to sleep. Please stay tuned, please stay interested. Uh, this is uh, about the Highgate Vampire. Now, Highgate is a, a cemetery in London, and the Highgate Vampire had a media sensation surrounding uh, reports of supposed supernatural activity at Highgate Cemetery in London in the 1970s. Which, Ben, I don't think you were, you were anywhere near 1970s, were you, buddy? Um, it depends what year. Uh, 1970. Like, dot on. Dot, boom. Even my parents weren't born. You weren't born. I weren't even born in 1970, 1977, so this vampire was around before even me. Right. So in 1970, people began claiming that they had seen something supernatural at Highgate Cemetery. What was it? It Well, hopefully it was the vampire that they were talking but about. But what if it wasn't? I think we got to, you know, I'm going to come in with my objections already, that wow, possibly wow, wow. it's just a really pale man. 
it could have been a really pale man, but it started off with a man called David <laughs> Farrington. Could have been Noel, Noel Fielding. <laughs> I don't think he could have been Noel Fielding, no. Not at all. Or, or Morph when he couldn't get any more work at uh, Heart Attack, I'm not sure. But um, no, it started off with a gentleman called David Farrington who wrote a letter to his local newspaper, the Hampstead and Highgate Express. Sounds like something out of a, 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 a movie you'd expect to see. Um, I've got his name from Shaun of the Dead. It took my actual name. Oh, Simon Pegg yeah. or Nick Frost? Both of them. Sounds Simon like Pegg and Nick Frost. Sounds, sounds like a, a paper that they... Uh, I work for the Hampstead and Highgate Express, I do. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he sent this letter on February the 6th, 1970, in which he claimed to see a grey figure walk around the cemetery on Christmas Eve. This was the previous year, so this was back in 1969. So uh, No jokes know. about that because it's a PG podcast. Absolutely not at all. No jokes about the number 69. <laughs> PG. Uh, <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Caveman Digital. We're PG all the way. And the Early Learning Centre. And our sponsors this week... <laughs> 100%, 100%. I think we legally have to say they're not. No, we're not. We're not. 100% not. No, <laughs> absolutely. We, 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 legal, we legally have to say this is for entertainment purposes only, although I believe in vampires 100%. Uh, so several people uh, then replied to the letter to say that they had also seen a variety of ghosts in the graveyard and surrounding uh, surrounding lanes. So what do you think about that? There's a lot of, there's a lot of eyewitnesses here that have put their... Put their uh, gauntlet down they've gone to the newspaper they've gone hey you know what I've just walked past the cemetery and I've seen all these people around the time that Michael Jackson was filming Thriller and they're 150% sure that this is a ghost and it's not Michael Jackson mm. horrible wailing sounds that sounded a little bit like <laughs> see I seeing ghosts in graveyard is it's one of the examples that I'm always like okay maybe there's something because you know, that's probably where there's going to be a ghost. I think hospitals and graveyards, you see a ghost there, not uh-huh. fully behind you, because yes, dead people there. Now, my thing is, maybe it's just a ghost, but also, people are in graveyards late, and people are always like, oh, I saw a shadowy figure. Yeah. It's a great, it's night time. Absolutely. It's, a, them, it's, it's just a person. Them transparent people that we, uh, we don't see during the daylight, because they're transparent, but during night time, exactly. you can see them. Yeah, they're called ghosts. But no one's saying they're transparent. People are always like, oh, I saw a shadowy figure. Well, yeah, I guess so. I, I, I get what you're saying. So far, I've not turned your head with this. No, if I stand under a tree at night, we'll do it. We're going to a pub quiz after this, right? We are. I, I'm going to stand We're in rubbish. a shadowy corner shadow. and tell me if you think I'm a ghost. Yeah. Yes, oh, not only will I tell you if I think I'm a ghost, when you finish, I'm going to ask you what you do in the shadows to see if it's any good. It's brilliant. <laughs> Now, there was another man, uh, a self-acclaimed, self, uh, if you will, uh, vampire hunter called Sean Manchester. And he claimed that the figure that had been seen was actually a vampire. So he put the gauntlet down with both hands, jumped in the ring of fire. He fell into a burning ring of fire and said that in the graveyard surrounding um, Swain's Lane, that what he saw and what people were seeing in the town was actually a vampire and this was enough to make the media go to town i mean there was uh television interviews on bbc the papers was all over the place there's actually a book that sean manchester writ called the highgate vampire i don't know if i'm allowed to plug books i'm sure he'll beep it out if i can't we're allowed we're allowed to plug a book plug anything as long as 
you know people are aware we don't get money yeah, for it, listen but. plug a sink because it's always good otherwise the water goes down it but plug this book too because sean manchester's book the highgate vampire is very 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 it's a very good read whether you believe it or not whether you just want to get a little bit scared on the night time or you want to you want to find out a little bit more about it because obviously on a podcast i can't go into too much detail i would recommend the book it's a great can read. i ask a question not at all but go for it <laughs> Sean Manchester, did he have credentials that people were like, there's a good reason that he's going to be like, there's a vampire, oh. and everyone goes, okay, I believe you. Yeah, yeah, he was a self-acclaimed vampire hunter. A self-acclaimed vampire hunter. Yeah. Right. Which, I, As am I. I, personally, am a zombie hunter. Are you? I've killed 15 zombies have you? in my 20 years. Really? No. Well, listen, Can I'm you a self- me for a second because I, I said I'm a self-acclaimed. I, I listen, zombies exist, and we'll be doing some on zombies and voodooism, etc., coming soon. But listen, I'll be honest with you. Um, in the book, he, he, he refers to himself as Reverend, mm. uh, Reverend Sean Manchester. So you know, if, if you if, if you take and he, if you take that into account, what he states is that he uh, he works for an order that would exercise uh, demons and by that I don't mean they take them to the gym Illuminati Uh, Illuminati we all know that the Illuminati are people that glow in the dark right Um, but um, (laughs) it's Beyonce and Jay-Z a couple of lizards (laughs) that's right that's right but um, you know uh, he he basically has has, has laid down the gauntlet and said that this is a vampire uh, and he's gave a, a massively good reason of how to deal with it okay and he attempts an exorcism at High, for the Highgate Vampire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, why would you accept, attempt an exorcism for a vampire if it's not a demon in somebody's body going, get the demon out of my baby now, come on. Oh, is that an actual question? Why yeah, it's a question it? to you, your ghost host. I kind of thought it was rhetorical. No, you're I, rhetorical. I wouldn't exercise anyone because right. I because, think because exercise of... is boring. And... No. Um, <laughs> It's, not it's a lot more see. fun to sit at home. All right. Okay. 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 So, uh, unfortunately, this did cause uh, a lot of damage to Highgate um, Cemetery because what then happened is Buffy, Van Helsing, Angel, Blade, all the uh, amateur vampire hunters swarmed over the cemetery. Uh, uh, Manchester and some of his companions, or his vampire hunters, uh, made their way to the entrance of one particular catacomb where Manchester had previously led there by a sleepwalking girl who was atten- apparently possessed by this vampire. Now, Ben, how's it getting to you now? You're starting to feel like this is true now, right? I'm, I'm good with possession. As a guy who I feel like it's worth mentioning my, my stance in this podcast as the Christian producer... <laughs> Of a supernatural podcast, hundred percent. They will never let me in that church again. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, it's possession. I think is a genuine thing. You know, demonic possession. I think it's a thing that happens. It's a thing I think I might have seen, um, which is something I've never told you about. And I'll tell you. About oh, okay. One okay. Well, we're going to do possession. Not we were going to do it two weeks later, but we're going to do possession on the next podcast now because I'm intrigued. Ah. So, uh, possession, hundred percent down with uh-huh. possession by a vampire. You know, sketchy grounds. You could still win me over, but I think you know there is there's. Ooh, don't know what that noise was. There's always this kind of thing. You'll hear it a lot. Yeah, yeah. In in stories where people kind of they get confused about 
what yeah. like the actual element in control is here hmm. and to me it kind of sounds like here's a story about a dangerous spirit a demon uh and i'm down with that but cool. whether it's a vampire as yet uncertain but i'm a little bit more coming around to this story okay cool well the girl it's uh, the girl in, in question they claimed that the uh, the vampire had been bothering bothering her and had been exhibiting symptoms of uh, uh, of, of similar um, kind of possession uh, to Elizabeth which is her name by the way uh, hi Elizabeth if you're listening yeah, Elizabeth if you're listening I hope the possession's all finished with and dealt with I hope you're doing well do we find uh, out what happened to we're gonna find out yeah oh cool yeah. she better not be dead because that bit was really insensitive if she's oh, dead mate honestly if we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll, we'll, we'll get in contact when we do ghosts oh yeah um, oh no <laughs> I realised what you said I was thinking oh maybe he's talking about possession again but I realised you just told me she's dead no she's not she's oh. not dead she, 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 she does make it she, she's fine that's great now uh, they, they get down to the two they were unable to open the door, uh, so the group used a rope to climb down to the catacomb uh, through the window. Like that bit in Coco when he gets into. Um... I've not seen Coco. Oh man, you got to watch Coco. I've not seen Coco. I've not seen what they do in the shadows. Watch that. If, if it's not, if it wasn't for Butler Nine Nine, we wouldn't be friends, would we? One hundred percent. Hundred percent. So again, obviously, they was a- unable to open the door, so they climbed down through the window in, 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 in true Ninja Turtle fashion. Uh, and they found themselves in a vault with several coffins, funny enough. Uh, one of which was a sinister-looking casket made uh, nearly of black wood. What do you mean nearly? Of, it was made nearly of black wood, like... Well, I mean, obviously hinges are going to be made not out of black wood, well, are I'm they? Well, just kind of... The way that I'm picturing this is that there was a, a conversation months prior, like, should we make this coffin out of black wood? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. Oh, we don't have any black wood. Nearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they went to Wix to got a bit of two by four. <laughs> no, uh, it, it, well, basically, what happened is it looked sinister. It looked out of place, and uh, sure, it didn't seem to fit. And sure, Manchester, being the uh, uh, you know the, the good vampire hunter he is, in good Van Helsing manner, and his compa- companions decided that that was the coffin of the vampire, and they performed an exorcism with holy water. They sprinkled garlic and salt around the coffin. Which, so really what they've done is they've attracted the French to this grave. <laughs> yeah, oh, we, we've got some garlic and some salt. Yeah, you can just see, you can, you can just see Gino, Fred and uh, Gordon, Gino, Gordon, Gordon just turning up going, right, right, okay, okay, why are we here? Why are we here? Uh, what do what, what you talk about? Uh, Italian uh, pasta. Well, if a, my grandmother had fangs, she'd be a vampire. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to lie to you. There's a vampire in this coffin. What am I doing here? Gordon, no, 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 Gordon, you need to wait. I make a, I make everything fine. It's okay. I love the fact that in this, we've both avoided doing a French accent. 100%. 100%. What are we going to have with all this uh, all this garlic and salt then? What, what's going to happen? Uh, I, thought, uh, I thought that we might uh, do a steak, huh? <laughs> But hey, listen, hey, those of you that those of you that watch the amazing show Supernatural, Sam and Dane Winchester, Dean Winchester, this is where they got the salt from. This is the salt idea, okay? Salt pellets, salt on the window, salt. Ghosts can't get through that stuff. So <laughs> that's why a lot of people, if they do uh, Ouija boards, surround it in a circle of salt, isn't it? Yes. So a demon can't pass within the es- salt bound. Essentially, a vampire's a little bit different because it counts it. Uh, Counts it like the count in Sesame Street. Yes, one, one, one. grain of salt. Oh, oh, Two oh. grain of salt. <laughs> Three. You're there for about a year. You just wait. Here we go. Saying in. he didn't do a French accent and he tried to do the count in French. <laughs> What's uh, that French? One, one salt. <laughs> one salt. 
Desolt, Tresolt. I'm not even going where you are now. But essentially what happens is just kind of a long, a very long story short. What essentially happens is that um, they feel that the exorcism worked and it didn't. The girl still uh, unfortunately got um, harassed by the vampire and the vampire was uh, what's known as a psychic vampire, uh, according to Sean Manchester. And what that means is rather than come into the middle of the of the night and bite on your neck and drink your blood, uh, it takes your energy, it takes your life force away and it it basically conquers what we call or what what is called a hag attack and that is basically if you've ever had that feeling and viewers please let me know if you have where you've laid in the middle of your bed you can't move you know you're awake and you can't scream i thought a hag attack is when like an old woman hits you with a bag when you're like do you want help crossing the road and she's so did i but then i realized that my wife was just teaching me how to be a better person uh... <laughs> i'm only joking baby i love you and i will get the ouija board out and give you a call later um so <laughs> essentially it's called a hag attack some people do actually see the hag which is basically a, a ghost-like woman pushing you down and holding you down and it does feel like you're dying uh, and if you are um, possessed or if you are taken too long it can lead to paralysis and it can lead to death apparently and again uh, I have to stress that you know when we talk about these things, it's not, it's based on opinion. It's based on opinion. Nothing to get worried about. Please don't go to bed scared uh, and refuse Please to watch do. scary movies such get as uh, Scooby Doo and the Cyber scared. Chase anymore because guys, it's all get good. scared. Life is terrifying. It's horrible. Everything could hurt you. So what did what did Sean Manchester do about this then, Ben? What did he do? What did Sean Manchester? He wrote a book about it. He wrote a book about it. Made some money. Capitalized on the opportunity. Made some money. <laughs> Got some merch out there. You know what I mean? That's what I get from this story is that there is a lot of convenience. It happened on Friday the Thirteenth. Actually, it, it happened on Christmas with Marley and Marley. Man, no, no, no. shut up about this. Ben's scared. It. He's scared of the Muppets, ladies I'm and gentlemen. I'm scared of them Muppets in yeah, particular, yeah. the two old men. It's time to get to parties. He runs away. In fact, in the, and you know, that's how we should start the next podcast. It's time to start the show. Which see if Ben runs out scared. <laughs> um, so essentially what he did is he, he, is, is he lured the vampire back to the, uh, to the catacomb and he bricked it up. He literally... Uh, got the vampire and, and, and bricked it up. Thinking. So on the next episode of the podcast, we're going with a jackhammer. We'll see you in a bit. <laughs> well, unfortunately, Psychic somebody and, and since then that, that have knocked down the wall and and uh, you know it, you know with anything sort of paranormal, it does bring out a lot of people that want to kind of investigate, which is great if you're investigating and you're showing respect to do so. Uh, on a serious sort of manner, you know, respect whenever you're doing anything kind of paranormal. Uh, whether you believe in it or whether you don't always always tackle it with a bit of respect always tackle it with a little bit of um uh understanding never ever do anything that you're uncomfortable with and please please do not ever do anything that you have no idea about what you're doing because for the people like myself that believe in this sort of thing um it can be very dangerous it can be very, very dangerous, uh, so I would suggest not to. But when cemeteries ended up getting sort of uh, vandalised and um, things get out of the way, it's disrespectful to the other people that yeah. are there, disrespectful to the family. So although Sean Manchester did make a lot of money out of it and although uh, it was really, really good to have something that wasn't actually based in Connecticut for a change, you know, Transylvania. Uh, do you know the only thing about Connecticut? I watched a program on Connecticut the other day about a, a, a possession 
um and it was the true story about the devil made me do it which is the new conjuring film plug 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 gonna get some money out of warner brothers i'm telling you (laughs) they don't pay us oh damn it um okay the the condolon um and basically um uh what 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 happens is that uh, you've got to be very very careful what you do you know, you got you got you got to make sure that you're not going out there screaming it and everything because things can attach, things can go go terribly wrong. So it's 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 about that sort of thing. But you know, it started off by saying, in this town of Connecticut, it was a shock to the town. How is it a shock to the town? Haunting in Connecticut, everything happens in 90% Connecticut. Ninety percent a Hallmark horror movie. It's in Connecticut. Like, Welcome to Connecticut. We're yeah. in a field. America What's going to happen in the field? Everything's going to set on fire. Exactly. If someone turns to me and says, you're going to go to America, we're going to go to Connecticut. I'm like, no. I'm <laughs> no, moving to Connecticut. Thank you. Here's three films from The Conjuring. Guess where they're based? What's this new pitch you've, you've, re- you've reached? I got possessed. The glass around this room Mate. just shattered. Mate, I got possessed. I can't help, I can't help the possession. <laughs> the demon of Annabelle is you're within just, Sean you're just, right now. You're just jealous because I've got my script and you put yours on the floor. Because I can read it down here, mate. What I've been doing here is watching, and I'm watching the time and where we are. And what's the time so far? How long have we been on? We're about 30 minutes in, mate. We've been 30 minutes in. I've only done part one. Oh, my (laughs) God. Oh, my God. And Ben's like, I'm just worried about the amount of content. You might get through it too quick. (laughs) So I'm going to shut up for the history of vampires. But I would like to add um, the Count from uh, Sesame Street. Really? I've never watched Sesame Street, but I've heard... You scared them up. Yeah. Apparently once I heard his theme tune is he counts the items on his shelf and when he's alone he counts himself and then he goes one and that's really sad i'd just like to add that i just thought <laughs> everyone would appreciate it. uh if if we can get a cricket sound at this point it will be there <laughs> right okay look listen, listen what a brief history i'm not going to go through uh the full history of vampires because ben will say something like hey you're boring um, but basically, in the Batman voice, <laughs> you're boring, you're boring. Swear to man, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what voice that was because it was not Batman. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so yeah, we're gonna go through a little bit of history of vampires, and we're gonna we're just gonna briefly go uh, about where you know where they started, which is interesting, really, because a lot of this um, that Ben was talking about about obviously being a uh, you know a Christian and a believe in uh, in God. Um, is which you know I have my own beliefs in that manner as well. I don't think you can believe in the paranormal and everything else without having a spiritual belief in in in, in everything and, and 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 everything around it. I have a bit of a starter now. Uh, so yeah, vampires probably originated uh, properly originated. Sorry, in folklore where they were widely wildly well, I can't talk now, Ben widely reported from Eastern Europe in the late 17th and 18th century. These tales form the basis of the vampire legend and later entered Germany and England, where they subsequently embellished and got popularized. The words he meant there were subsequently embellished and got popularized. Right, listen, so listen, let me, let me explain a little <laughs> something about me, okay? So first of all, I am uh, I'm dyslexic, which I'm proud to say I am dyslexic. Hey, don't make it look like okay. this is an attack on Okay, you. I'm proud. I'm a proud dyslexic person. <laughs> and when I got when I got uh, told uh, at the uh, tender age of 21 I was dyslexic, I obviously did the right thing. I ran all, all my past partners and told them that they need to get themselves checked because they might be, unfortunately, socially thick. And, uh, well, you can't see right now is sean's wearing a vest top that says proud to be dyslexic <laughs> yeah and it's spelt wrong <laughs> <laughs> when life gives you melons 
you've got dyslexia. Yeah, when life gives you melons, you're in a strip club. Um, so PG. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, according to the Bible, Ben, according to the Bible, my friend, or biblical scholars, if you will, which I, I consider you to be one. A biblical scholar. Yeah. The people in my church consider me a disgrace. So. <laughs> Can't see why. <laughs> now, I might pronounce this wrong, but a kula. A luka. A luka, sorry. A luka. Uh, can mean a blood-lusting monster or vampire. And a luka is the first referred to in Proverb 30 of the Bible. Not now, Proverbs you've read the Bible. You've read, you've, you've read the Bible. Yeah. And you're telling me that you don't believe in vampires, but you believe in the Bible. Interesting conversation. Look, here's, here's where the way that I kind of take it is, like you said, they kind of properly originated in folklore. The yes. way that I kind of see it is that here's, you know, the Bible talks a lot about mythological creatures, and I think a lot of Christians dismiss that and move on from it. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> but then there's this. It's not about of, if it's not about fish and bread. Who cares? Go on, go. Exactly. There, there's this kind of thing of. Here's like this mythological creature that's mm. painted within the Bible that, you know, I think there's some bits where you might be like, is it true? I don't know, because there's translation over time. Mm. But I think there's often this kind of thing where you take, okay, here's a creature we're talking about. Here's a folklore creature of a yeah. vampire, and it's coming together to then form, okay, here's what we think is a vampire. But I think what's originally kind of there, just because it's a bloodlusting mon monster, it doesn't mean, in my opinion, vampire. But I get what you're saying. Everyone's entitled to their own opinions. And if you want to be wrong, Sean, you can be wrong. It's not a problem. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. So, Ben, I'm going to ask you a question before I go through this. What is yes. a vampire What's to you? Vampire? What's a vampire to you? Um, they appear in a high school despite being 190 years old. And when someone's red van, red truck is about to crash into mm -hmm. Kristen Stewart, they stick their hand in the way. Is it Christian Stewart? I don't remember. I don't they know. stick their hand in the way and they go, no! And everyone's like, ah, what's happened? And then they go on a date and they have babies. Oh, okay, yeah. you're not a vampire unless you've got a love triangle with a werewolf. Exactly. <laughs> it's the making of a vampire. It's the making, it's the making of all vampire shows, isn't it? <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, I've just admitted I watched Twilight. <laughs> you could have said you read the books. Uh, could have wrote, I'm dyslexic, I didn't read the books. <laughs> Did I ask? Oh, is this is a Sean thinks he's read Twilight, he's <laughs> just read Horrid Henry. <laughs> this is a big this is a big book, is this a film? Hmm. Let's get the DVD. <laughs> he had it with subtitles on, it's fine. It's well, okay, okay, Ben. So it says here, obviously, there are all there are almost as many different uh, characteristics of vampire as there are vampire. Uh, vampire legend, yeah. sorry. <laughs> but uh, but the main the main characteristic of vampires or vampires is that they drink human blood. The typical drain the victim's blood using their sharp fangs, killing them and turning them into vampires. Yeah, yeah, good. In I'm good with that. I'm just yeah. sorry. I'm reading yeah, the words in, that you're saying. In general, in general, vampires hunt at night, since sunlight weakens their power. You see, that's the thing. It is not all vampires are killed by sunlight. But they are weakened by sunlight. So am I. You're weak. You're <laughs> I go out in the light and I'm like, it's so light. <laughs> yeah. Send me to bed. Yeah, you're weakened by we're coming into coming into work. <laughs> uh, so, some may have the ability to morph into a bat or a wolf. And oh, like morph. A wolf. No morph. 
no, they morph. They they change their they change. Actually, yeah, do you know what? Morph, Actually, do you know what? The funny thing about it is in um, and I, I'm going off topic again, which is probably why we're gonna have to do a two part series on this here vampire situation. No, 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 no. This is gonna be one part. We're not leaving until this is done, mate. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, I, I, I do I do digress. But in 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 Native American law, um, they they do believe that you have a spirit animal. And you can either connect to the spirit animal, either physically by morphing into the spirit animal, or like morph, like, not like morph. Morph no. can do that, okay. And <laughs> or you can, they can transcend their soul into that particular animal. And so that's, I could, if my spirit animal was a pug, <laughs> I could stare at a pug, transcend my spirit, and then just watch him go and play on my PlayStation. <laughs> Hundred percent, probably better than you. <laughs> probably, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> See what I've got to put up with people. See what I've got to put up with. So yeah, as I say, some have the ability to morph into a bat or a wolf. Vampires have super strength and often a hypnotic, sensual effect on their victims. Like in Twilight. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. I wouldn't mind that hypnotic effect. Every time I do something wrong, I'd be like, hmm, hmm, and the wife would be like, Nah, you're the okay. only time. I've seen someone who was once a vampire have a hypnotic effect on me is Robert Pattinson in The Batman. And that's just the trailer. That's the only time I've been hypnotised by someone who was once a vampire. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, she's a guy that still dresses up as Spider-Man, so... I don't dress up as... I did it... I dressed up... Actually, yeah, I dressed up as Spider-Man last year. There's a picture so, on my Instagram. So did you just say to me, you don't dress up as Spider-Man and then correct yourself? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm working with. Uh, they can't see their image in a mirror or cast, and they cannot cast no shadows. So when you was on about the Highgate vampire, you're on about it could be a shadow. It can't be a shadow in a tree because a vampire can't do it. No, I think there's a shadow of the tree on a normal person. Listen to this, ladies and gentlemen. Part one done. Part one done. Well, not really. We've got to talk about the next vampire. Well, the next one everybody knows. Do they, though? Of course they do. Tell me Oof. about. Can I do the name? Do it. Can I say it? Do it. Are you ready, children? Are you sitting comfortably? Close your windows. Ban down the hatches. Lock your doors. We're getting ready to talk about. Oh, I was whispering. <laughs> We're getting ready to talk about Vlad. That's it. He's just called Vlad. He's called Vlad the Impaler. Let's be fair. <laughs> okay. The man impelled people. Let's give him his full name. I mean, he did. if you've. Up the butt, if I'm correct. <laughs> yes, absolutely. That's absolutely correct. Yes. He, uh, <laughs> well, not necessarily. No. Essentially, what he did was he erected a pole. Mm. Um, keeping it PG still. He erected a pole. <laughs> Don't say it and <laughs> smirk at me and then tell me to keep it PG. And he used to get his 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 army or his, 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 his people to literally throw the person onto the spike. So <laughs> essentially... <laughs> So, essentially, the spike used to impale them wherever it was. Their rectum. Not always. Generally, though. But genuinely, yes. And it used to go through the, through, through the mouth. And it used to be a very slow uh, and painful death. My granddad told me that he used to climb up the toilets. And, but obviously, they didn't have oh, toilets at that time. Yeah. <laughs> you, and your, you and your granddad. That's because your granddad's a vampire. He watched the History Channel all the time. Yeah, and he, he honestly he told me that Vlad the Impaler would go up people's toilets and he would stab them in the butt. I mean, he's dedicated to his work. I think he was lying to me. I think he might have been lying to you as well. Or if he isn't, let me know, guys. If you know that Vlad used to go down the old uh, I don't think they had the loo hole. Well, they didn't. They, they 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 had like little holes, didn't they, in the castles that you yeah, just pe people would in. be pooing on his face. 
Yeah. He wouldn't want that. No, man, that's crap. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> okay. So it's as though, uh, obviously, Bram Soker named Count Dracula after Vlad, Dra- Vlad Dracul, which means, I believe, son of dragon. Uh, the only dragons I know are, like, Daenerys Targaryen. Never heard of them. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I know, just like winding you up. <laughs> also known as Vlad the Impaler. We nearly had some really serious words. <laughs> now, Vlad Dracul was born in Transylvania, uh, Romania. Uh, I don't know why I had to do the voice, but he I was. I can do the voice. Go on then. One. <laughs> <laughs> you see what i got to put up with? This is what i got to put up with, ladies and gentlemen. i got to put up with it all the time. It's not good. Got can you around. believe Sean's been planning this for years and I'm coming right, in and I'm just like. Three <laughs> years I've been planning this. I've had absolutely no confidence Enjoy in your doing podcast, it. Sean. Oh, mate, I'll help you. I'll yeah. Oh, I want to be a co-host. Yeah, man, I really As like that. producer, you told me to talk. Your mistake. He was born in Romania, um, and he was born... Uh, when was he born? Do you know when he was born? Um, he was born between 1956 and 19... Uh, not 19. <laughs> 1456 and 1462. I was born before him, according to Ben. Yes, 1456, absolutely. You were born before 1956. Some historians describe him as just, uh, as just yet brutally and cruel. The ruler who um, valiantly fought off the Ottoman Empire... And that's not an empire of otters before, because I could see the smirk in your face. I was picturing a bunch of men who have morphed into vam- into to otters because they connected with a spirit animal, and oh. they were charging just one lone man, and he fought them all up. It's not how it works, is it? It's not how it works. Could be. Obviously, as we said previously, he earned his nickname because his favourite way of killing people was just to impale them on a wooden stake. Through their butts. <laughs> not always. Vlad the butt impaler. <laughs> can't put up with this anymore. <laughs> now, according to legend, legend, not John Legend, just legend, uh, Vlad Dracul enjoyed dining amongst the dying victims and dipping his bread in their blood. Like balsamic vinegar. A little bit. Whether those gory tales are true is unknown, and many people believe that these stories sparked Stoker's imagination to create Dracula, who was also from Transylvania, sucked on his victim's blood, and could be killed. Couldn't be. Ki- could be killed by driving a stake through his heart. Now, before you say it, Ben, yes, anyone can be killed by driving a stake through their heart. Yes, but let's be fair. Bram Stoker, my man, it sort of writes itself, doesn't it? He really capitalised on this opportunity he that no one had come up with yet. Absolutely. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a guy here. There's a guy here, right? He stakes people. He drinks their blood, and he's not a fan of the daylight. See, this is my issue that I again have with vampires, that so many people base the knowledge of how we're going to kill a vampire off something that someone quite openly made up. So like with your priest man, whatever he's called. Sure, Manchester, let's get it right. The man's got a book, merch, everything. <laughs> but you, you should visit his store, seanmanchester.shop. <laughs> um, but anyway, he, uh, like... Obviously, Bram Stoker, he came up with all these ways, oh, here's Great how to kill a vampire. Yeah. And Sean Manchester kind of comes up with this idea of, oh, you know, we got to put some garlic around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Bram Stoker came up with that, and he admitted that he came up with that. Yeah. It's not based in any law. And then this man's like, look, I've killed a vampire. I fed it garlic. I gave it garlic bread, and it died. Do you see why I don't believe in them? Listen, what, you're saying is, what you're saying is vampires, vampires are scared of Italians. So, um, 
Okay, okay. I can't do Europe very well. <laughs> oh, big Europe. Considering they, they originated in Europe. There. It's why they all now live in a, a Connecticut. They've all of... gone to Connecticut, basically. Or, <laughs> Which or, I think is where Twilight is based. Or they've gone to... Yeah, I think it is, actually. <laughs> it or, or, or they've gone to London. Oh, I'm a vampire. I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite you. So that's where the that. werewolves go. The American ones, they all defect yeah. to Well, London. they've got to every now and then. You've got to visit a town in London, I mean, yeah. So... We've got to the pinnacle part where I'm going to talk about our vampires real. I've okay. got to ask you, I, I, based on what you've said, I doubt it, but have I changed your mind so far? Currently not yet, but would you like to hear my impression of a Cockney vampire in Camden Market? Uh, yeah. All right. I'm a Cockney vampire. I'm in Camden Market. <laughs> can I buy your soap? Of course you can, darling. Of course you can. <laughs> That's not even a Cockney accent, but I love it. It's my impression. It's a great character. I reckon Jason Satham should be a vampire. Hello, I'm Jason Statham. No, he's from uh, near and where I'm I live. a vampire. He's from where? Near where I live. No one cares. Um, Just thought you'd like to know. <laughs> As friends, I thought it was a oh, nice bonding yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. Christopher Walken make a great vampire. You know, <laughs> I, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> I want to suck your blood. It's okay. If it's okay with you. The amount of times we work in the same office, the amount of times I have to hear across the room, this Christopher Walken. I can only do so many impressions. There's Christopher Walken and the donkey from Shrek. That's oh, it. I can do Pinocchio. Oh, yes, you can, actually. <laughs> I'm not wearing ladies' underwear. <laughs> I most certainly am not. <coughs> I don't mind. I'm going to cough. Because I know we can edit it yeah, out. I went into the corner. Yeah, but you can edit it out. I, but I won't. Fine. <laughs> so, right. Are vampires real? Now, vampire superstition thrived in the Middle Ages, especially um, as the plague um, decimated entire towns. Now, the disease often left behind bleeding mouth, lesions, and the victims, which to the uh, undetected was a sure sign of vampirism. Uneducated. Ah, oh, I did mean uneducated. Sorry, buddy. There's certain times where my purpose here is to be... Oh, 100%, like, 100%. The correct... 100%. But, I mean, when you think about plague, it was different, wasn't it? It was difficult to go through. There's a lot of... Under, it did hit a lot of the poor areas because, obviously, it was you know there was a lot of uh, undetected slash uneducated people out there. It uh, really reminds me of something that's going on in the world right now. Yeah, 100%. 100%. People didn't know what to do with it, you know, and obviously, first of all, it was blame the, blame the rats. Mm. Uh, it could have been the fleas that were on the rats that were biting the children or and biting then the was victims. Stay inside, and then people thought, yeah, want to stay inside. 100%. Put a big cross on your door because that's the best kind of vaccination that you need. Vaccination? Vacation. Oh, no, vaccination. Okay. Thanks, <laughs> <is> the word. <laughs> now, it wasn't uncommon for anyone with an unfamiliar uh, physical or emotional illness to be labeled a vampire. I've got depression. Are you a vampire? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm dyslexic. I can't spell mm, vampire. Um, now, many researchers have pointed out that I'm not going to say this word. Ben, say it. Um, yeah, exactly. No, thank you. Right. I'm gonna, if I say this wrong, ladies and gentlemen, please, uh, I'm not a medical profession. I think I do know the word. Uh, and I'm going to say uh, profire. I think it's porphyria. Porphyria? You could be right. Prefire, preferia, anyway. Basically, what it is is a blood disorder that can cause several blisters of the skin that are exposed to sunlight, uh, sorry, that are exposed to sunlight and a disease that may have been linked to the vampire legend. So it's when when your skin's exposed to to the sunlight, you're gonna get well, blisters. Yeah, well, first, eventually, you're gonna start dying. Really. Yeah. Well, eventually, I mean, obviously, look, um, you know, there are there are sort of um, you know diseases that have that have helped to kind of 
uh, complement, if you will, the vampire the vampire story. Um, you know, uh, I forget the name of it, but there's that one where your uh, your pulse goes down to nothing. You think you're dead, and you're not. You just you're just unconscious, and you wake up. And then when you start wandering around after crawling out of a, a grave, if you will, uh, people just think you're a vampire. Next thing you know, you've got a stake in the heart, and apparently that kills everybody, including vampires. Exactly. Bang, and the dirt is dead. That would kill a vampire. Run it over. Well, apparently Christianity's good at it. I think Christianity kills a lot of things. Yeah, man. Bit, 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 bit of cross, bit of von I, I love church. I feel like I had to say that because I've sat here and repeatedly said that Christianity is the Listen, source church, of all evil. Church is great. But I disagree Listen. with the statements. You know, obviously cultural issues there, hmm. but it's great progression for the Christian Absolutely. community in recent years. I don't want to upset other Christians. I also want to point out that a lot of the things said not match your views well see this is the weird thing about it okay so you know when when people uh, back in back in the middle ages were suspected to be vampires and they died their body their bodies were often um bed uh, where am i looking their bodies were often what mate oh disinterred disinterred what does that say to you? Don't diss a turd, is <laughs> what it says to me. Turd. Never ever look at a turd and go, Oi! <laughs> your mother! <laughs> Never do that. Yeah, but they were disinterred to, to search for signs of vampire, vampirism. They looked through them, they ripped them open. That's literally what they did, yeah, exactly. They dissected them. They dissected them. A little bit like, you know, if somebody dies out of, um, you know, causes that are suspicious or uh, they're, they're not sure about, then you go to an autopsy. So we do I've the same just sort of read thing. the next line in, in this bit, and man, I'm interested now. <laughs> okay, in some cases, a stake was thrust through the corpse heart to make sure they stayed dead. <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> you look at a dead body, someone's like, think it's a vampire? Like, oh, I don't know, he seems dead. Kill it again. <laughs> well, vampires come back. Have you never seen this? I mean, how many times has somebody tried to kill Dracula? I don't know, mate. Mate, loads of times. Honestly, Dracula. Deadpool did in the comics once. Deadpool did in the comics once, yes. And he succeeded. No, he didn't. He did? No, I've read the comics, mate. He gets a wife. I think Dracula's back these days, but only for Morbius purposes. Listen, you cannot. There's absolutely no way you can kill Dracula. He is. He's without a doubt. What if? Hear me out here. Okay. You build on top of Dracula. You build on top of Dracula. You kill him briefly, and you start building on top of him. Because all he's going to do is come back and die, and come back and die, and come back and die. Maybe. Maybe. So I think maybe that's what we're missing when we're talking about killing vampires. Cement them in. Maybe, maybe. I mean, look, there's many different types of vampires. Um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass you over the uh, the top so you can see what I'm on about. Ben, have a look at those the, those vampires and tell me which one out of that would you say is your most intrigued favorite one that kind of makes you sit and think, hold on a second, maybe this here, twenty one stone purple shirt wearing, sex bomb, sex bomb has something to uh, offer regarding paranormal. Hold on. I'm trying to look where you wanted me to read, um, but I also got you this article up, so I know where the words are. Go ahead and hit it. So there's three types people believe. Mm-hmm. Sanguinarian, psychic, and hybrids. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want me to explain what they are? Go for it, man. Let's, let's, let's have you in. So a sanguine vampire, yep. they feed by drinking on human or animal blood. 100%. They vary in their experience of blood hunger. 
So that's kind of typically, they may be like, ah, oh, you know, all it's going to take, I've been talking so far away from my mic, I apologise. So they vary in terms of their blood hunger, but they do all like to drink blood. And so they're like, ah, oh, I want to eat this pig and that'll fill me up. But then some people are like, i got to have six fat people and then mm. I'm going to be filled up. So that would be a typical sanguine vampire. Um, and then I'm just trying to see if I can find the information that I queued up about psychic vampires <coughs> and... Um, well, I mean, psychic vampires, psychic vampires for me, they, uh, you know, they, they do exactly what they say on the tin. Do you know what I mean? The psychic vampires is the one that's linked to, um, you know, the Highgate vampire. Um, they're the one that <coughs> they kind of feed on your emotion. They feed on your energy. Um, uh, they're the ones that I think I've more commonly heard referred to as energy vampires. 100%. Where if they're around today, it's the people that just drain you of everything within you. Exactly. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I mean, that is. <clears throat> sorry, that is exactly what, what what they are, and they are. I do apologize. I should have brought a glass of water. Uh, that's exactly what they are. I mean, they they literally do feed on um uh, on on your emotions, on your fears, uh, and and also on on your energy and your life source. I mean, you know, that's a scary thought. Would you like to hear about this article arguing the case for whether it is ethical for a vampire to feed on someone's energy? <laughs> Go for it, yeah, let's hear it. Let's so hear here's it. what they say here. Um, this is from bu.edu. Bu. If you want to check it out. I will. Um, so it says, most vampires believe that it's okay to feed as long as they go to a place where there are a lot of people and they take only a small amount of energy. Venues where there's a lot of energy, like a rock concert or a Pentecostal church service, are better feeding grounds. A lot of vampires have consent and donors. People have lots of energy and don't mind giving some of it away. There's also tantric feeding, which involves sexual contact. I didn't know what was coming up at the end. And it got really awkward trying to finish that <laughs> Wow. Well, I mean, absolutely, man. You know, this, I mean, like I say, they're, they're your main types. Obviously, what you, I mean, I assume, you know, what do you reckon the hybrid is? I'm guessing it's a little bit of both. They can kind of feed in whatever is most convenient. Yeah, they take what they need in order yeah. to survive. And, uh, so you that's know. what I do, really. Mm -hmm. I just take what I need. Hundred percent, you are you are a vampire to your parents. Um, but I mean, essentially, I'm a vampire of their bank accounts. But essentially, you know, in, in the same boat, you know, uh, the hybrids have been linked to when a vampire has had a uh, mortal partner. Uh, you know, and that, that then again leads me back to the Bible, and and I, and I have to have to ha you know explain that I have a belief in all all things paranormal, so I do believe in God. Okay, I'm going to put that out there. But is he paranormal or supernatural? I think he's supernatural, my man. I think he's answer. supernatural, and I tell you why I think he's supernatural because, like, somebody at school once I got asked this question, and it was, "What do you think Mary felt like, or what was going Which through Mary her mind?" Talking? Mother uh, Mary or Mary Magdalene? A mother Mary. Mother Mary. Not that Magdalene woman. Um, mother Mary, uh, when she got when she got um, impregnated with Jesus Christ, and I said uh, quite, um, I guess, rudely, if you will, uh, that all I could think is if she jumped out of bed and got pregnant, she must have thought, "Thank God, Jeremy Kyle isn't around right now, or I'm going to be in trouble." <laughs> you know, and obviously she had a gullible husband. Who was like, yeah, okay, if God gave it you, that's okay. You know, <laughs> I again have to point out. 
for my people listening <laughs> i believe that listen i don't i'm not saying it didn't happen i'm just saying look when i got asked that question that's what happened and so i thought you know that was a bit disrespectful of me so i thought you know what i need to do is i need to go away and i need to read the bible so i read the bible i've read the book of mormon i've read the quran it's a good musical the book of mormon is it yeah it's by the south park writers Wow, um, <laughs> just you know, we're going into facts here. We're going so to I facts. thought it's facts. worth worth noting. Facts and figures, man. Facts and figures all the way. But you know, I can get you the figures of how many people have been to see it, if you would like. In the same boat, I I, I then decided that I was going to go and help out in the local uh, local school, uh, and they were talking very religious about you know what's going on, and there was a little boy in that, and I won't give his name because it's, it's not the right thing to do, but he was talking, he was answering questions, and uh, he put his hand up and he said, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah, of course you can. And he went, if Jesus came back at Easter after being killed on the cross, does that make him a zombie or a vampire? Because it certainly makes him undead. And I, I was like, well, what do you mean? He says, well, here's a guy that died. You know, he got stabbed with the uh, spear of destiny. Am I right with that? Or am I watching too much, Constantine? I don't think it had a name. Well, I'm going to call it the Spear of Destiny. Yeah, that's right. Maybe now in kind of like legend and stuff, it's referred to as that. I think at the time it was just a spear. Right. The only thing that kind of has a name since then is like the Shroud of Turin. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, 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 is he made a good point. You know, if you look at Vogue folklore, if you look at vampirism, if you look at, um, you know, undead as, as, as a generalization... He makes a very good point. If this is what happened, does that make Jesus this, or does that make Jesus a miracle? And in which case, are vampires just really scary miracles? Um, I think it's different. Yeah, of course you do. I think Jesus is... He's not undead, because undead implies you're still dead, but you're like, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I think Jesus is kind of, it's renewal, it's rebirth, yeah. it's risen. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, if he was undead, I think if he'd have died and came back, he'd in, still be like rotting. In the same boat, but, in the same boat, maybe, maybe that is all right. Maybe that's the case. But he made a very good case study for it. And I thought it was quite, it's quite, you know, for, for a child. I mean, this kid was 12 year old. I think good question. Good question for a just, 12 year old, isn't it? Just generally, I think just he's the not answer gonna, would be. He's not going to go to your church, is it? Let's be fair. Probably not. Maybe no, uh, someone else's. Listen, no, although modern science has kind of silenced the vampire fear over the past, you know, for, over the past, people, there are people out there that are actually kind of, you know, they, they resignate, they call themselves vampires, and as far as they're concerned, they exist as vampires. You know, they're normal seeming people who just drink small amounts of blood in perhaps a misguided judgment in an effort to stay healthy it could be that they've got a um a kind of a vitamin dis, uh, dis, 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 um, uh, deficiency, deficiency sorry that 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 they think that the best way to do it is to follow the vampiric route uh, and they, they they do call themselves vampires and we will know that games such as um um what's it called the vampire masquerade etc these have caused uh, many people to do very silly things again and and, and put them uh, behind bars for uh, for silly for silly reasons and and getting very much caught up in it, but you know there are communities of self-identified vampires that can be found on the internet or in cities and towns around the world. Uh, anyway, what do you think about that? I mean, do you think that they are people that do need to go to their GP and get the correct vitamin uh, for their disorder? Or, or? Uh, to be fair, absolutely. I think everything 
can be explained with some kind of science. And I think for some people who are like, oh, I think I'm a vampire. Yeah, you probably just need the right medication. Um, I, I think things are weird and some things are without answers. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if whether you believe in vampires or not after this, and I'm not to be fair, the jury's out, isn't it? You know, you either believe in the supernatural or you don't. And this has been kind of a very, very brief sort of scratch of every area. I mean, if you was going to talk about vampires in, in, in a more in-depth sort of... Um, historical way to modern to believe you, you'd have you'd have hours. Yeah, of, this of, is really a vampire's one hundred and one. Yeah, it's just like it's just kind of like a one hundred and one. Hey, you know, thanks for turning up. <laughs> thanks you. for listening. Uh, you know, uh, hopefully you might bite back uh, with some comments. Um, uh, sorry, I'm being a pain in the neck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but listen, honestly, what I what I say is, you know, this this is just kind of like touching the surface of things and. You know, um, it interests me, Ben, that you said that you think that you witnessed the possession. So the next cast is going to be on a demonic possession uh, and exorcism, uh, which will be great because it'll be something that we can resonate with um, uh, and uh, kind of uh, go through. What do you think? Good. I think it sounds good to me. Um, I'll pre-warn in advance. I'm going to be sparing on the details because I know this guy. Yeah, no, absolutely no, honestly, no problem at all, honestly, no problem. Just, we I are not going to talk about Jeff as a proper person. No, <laughs> I won't. It's not his actual name. It's John. No. Rick. No. I'm just saying, I'm just going <laughs> to say No, but listen, um, I, I did say at the beginning of this, I want to know your story. So listen, guys, what I want you to do, I'm going to go over to Ben. Ben's going to give you the email address in a second, but what I want you to do is I want you to say, to email me your stories, email me your experiences. It doesn't have to be anything um, uh, kind of vampiric it can be anything from ufos ghosts whatever um i will read all i will reply to all we're going to have a facebook page soon we're going to have a instagram we're going to and run. i'll link these things in our description for the podcast so 100%. you can find them down 100 percent. and listen i will be giving away some from dust till sean merch um over the next over the next month so in the next podcast you'll know who's going to get the the merch based on what we've had so hopefully uh don't let ben write me an email so it looks like i've had some emails guys get involved let me know what you think you know is is it too joke is it not serious enough do you want it to be a bit more serious this is new and i've always wanted to make sure that this podcast was not taken too serious it was entertaining as well as educational um so hopefully fingers crossed you've enjoyed it i've enjoyed doing it ben have you enjoyed being in my company anymore i've enjoyed it very very much uh, and i think if you guys haven't enjoyed this podcast come back next month because it's going to be even better yeah exactly we're gonna we got we've got to start somewhere haven't we ladies and gentlemen but listen ben i've got to ask you the question because you know you put it in pink or purple or something it's in a what are oh, it's got a name they call it magenta magenta yeah, oh my god right so um sorry uh so ben the question the question do you believe in vampires no <laughs> disappointing end of the first wow podcast. absolutely disappointing <laughs> guys but do you if you if you believe in vampires tell me let us be know good. it'd be honestly it'd be great to know there's more people out there like me that think that the supernatural is everything you can't believe in ghosts if you don't believe in the rest of it um so yeah let's know if you want to hear more we'll have more because this is vampires 101 yeah absolutely we can revisit vampires at any other time um we are uh, going to grow this to a to a channel soon and in the new year for uh, uh youtube and we're going to be doing some actual live um investigations 
Yeah, we're gonna solve murders. I mean, I mean, we're gonna go and look at some ghosts. But wouldn't it be cool if we could talk to some ghosts and solve murders? It would be cool, actually. Maybe we'll do that one, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. But listen, if you think there's a place... <laughs> look, we're, we're in the UK, okay? So if you think there's a place in the UK that um, we should visit because there's stories about its haunt and you can give us some stories, some background about it, we're going to go. We're going to go. Yeah. We'll go. Okay. We'll go. We'll, do you know what? We'll run the podcast there if we have to. Yeah, and we could bring some holy water with us so I don't get possessed by Yeah, it. the man, the power of Christ commands you or... Compels. Does it? Yeah, and the power of Christ right now is compelling you to subscribe to our podcast and rate it. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to say that as a Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so please subscribe. Please hit subscribe. It really, really means a hell of a lot to the channel. It means a lot to me. Um, as I say, A hell of a lot. It's a creepy reference. Thanks, Ooh, man. Monkey reference. Thanks, man. Uh, it's taken me three years to build up the confidence to go out and do this, which basically means that 44, if I can start a podcast about something I'm genuinely interested in, then, then you guys shouldn't. So we have <laughs> yeah. <a> spotlight. <laughs> no, but you guys have a big dream. You guys want to put yourself out of your comfort zone, then please do it because trust me, if I have one viewer or 50 viewers, it's been worth it with my eyes. What are you really capping your sights at 50? Okay, 50,000. There we go. <laughs> so I'm going to leave you with uh, with, the, with, the, the, with, with the docile towns of Ben to tell you where this podcast has been brought to you by. And uh, I want to say thank you. Uh, stay spooky. And we'll see you next month. Thanks, Sean. I've been Ben. You've been listening to From Dusk Till Sean. If you want to get in touch with us, you can contact us at dusktillseanpod at gmail.com. All that's going to be down below. And this has been brought to you by Caveman Digital. Dun, dun, dun. There's going to be an actual piece of music that plays. I can do it. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to have to tell my brother we don't need it. I could be a ghost for you. We're only allowed to sing 10 seconds of music, so be very careful what your next words are. Oh. Boo, boo, boo. I think it still counts. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thank you and goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs>